0: Many of y'all remember playing hide-and-seek? I know these kids do. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember playing hide-and-seek? The rules are kind of simple, aren't they? Mm -hmm. One person counts, everybody else goes hide. When that person's done counting, if you're not in your hiding place, that's on you, right? Mm -hmm. Ready or not, here I come. It's a fun game to play, but it reminds me of Jesus. Ready or not, He'll call you. Ready or not, He'll come for you. And ready or not, one day He is coming. So if we're not in our right place now, get ready. But also, don't worry about always just getting in your right place before you accept Jesus. Because ready or not, he's going to call you. If you think about the apostles and how they were called, we can see that as we read through some of their stories. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22, we see Simon and Andrew, James and John, get called. It says, as he was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They are casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, preparing their nets, and he called to them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. See, Jesus didn't tell them, hey, I know y'all guys are busy. Y'all finish your catch, take it to the market, sell it, and I'll meet y'all later. And definitely get a bath because y'all smell a fish. (laughs) Uh, No. Jesus said, follow me. In that moment, right then, he said, follow me. And they dropped what they were doing and they followed him. They left their livelihood. They left their father. Their whole life, everything they knew, and they followed him. I'm pretty sure they weren't ready for that moment to happen. They were trying to make a living. They had Roman taxes to pay. They had food to supply for their families. They had stuff they were wanting to save money to buy, I'm sure. They were fishermen of all things, too, so they probably weren't the nicest of bunch. But Jesus just said, follow me. And they did. See, Jesus is calling out to all of us, follow me. And too many of us are sitting on the sideline going, well, i got to get this right. You know, I'm on this drug, or I drink, or I'm just not right. I'm living a bad life, or maybe i got other things going on. Jesus says, No follow me, drop it off, follow me, trust in me, It's what Jesus is calling to us. And it's whether we're ready for it or not, because Jesus is ready for us. He has been ready for us. His counting was done on Calvary. And he's been seeking us ever since, whether we're ready or not. And we see another example of this. probably one of the least like people in all the Gospels. tax collector. We turn to Matthew chapter 9 starting in verse 9 we see as Jesus went on from there he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the toll booth and he said to him follow me and he got up and followed him. See in that single verse we see Matthew dropped a lucrative business to follow Jesus. Tax collectors were probably among the most wealthy people in, in Israel at the time. Partly because tax collecting was a lucrative business. Partly also because they were known for cheating the people out of their money. Taking extra taxes, sticking it in their pockets instead of paying the Roman government. We see how the command follow me and how Jesus' choosing of a tax collector didn't set well with those religious bunch. As we continue, it says, while he was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came to eat with Jesus and his disciples. So Jesus wasn't exactly calling the righteous bunch, was he? No, he was calling, calling the everyday bunch. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with the tax collectors and sinners? Now when he heard this, he said, It is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. See, Jesus is looking for us, for the normal everyday people. He's not looking for those who are righteous. He'll take the sinners and make them righteous, whether they're ready for it or not. Matthew became a saint and was martyred. Peter went from fishing to fishing for men. Andrew, James, John, Nathaniel, Philip, Thomas, Big James, all of them, Simon the Zealot. A zealot. Do you know what a zealot is? It's a a rebel. He was rebelling against the Roman occupation of Israel. Not just any rebel. They were trained assassins. they would orchestrate what we would call today terrorist attacks on the Roman government. And Jesus took one of them and turned him into a saint who traveled over Asia preaching the gospel. When Jesus met Nathanael, he said, I saw you saw where you were. Whatever was going on in Nathanael's mind, whatever thoughts he had, Jesus saw them and he still said, follow me. And Nathanael dropped what he was doing and followed him. After mocking him for being from Nazareth. Philip joined him from John the Baptist's career. but one of the ones that stuck out the most of all the people who followed Jesus was Mary Magdalene. We see in Luke, chapter 8, Luke describes Mary to us. Starting in verse 1, it says, After he was traveling from one town and village to another, preaching and telling the good news of the kingdom of God, the twelve were with him, his twelve apostles, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sickness. Mary, called Magdalene, seven demons came out of her. Joanna, the of right, chusa Herod's steward, Su- Susanna, and many others who were supporting them from their possessions. Mary Magdalene had seven demons when Jesus found her. She was not ready. She was probably in the worst state you could imagine. Seven demons. And Jesus called her, healed her, cast them out, and she followed him so devotedly that she got to be the first to witness Jesus in the resurrection she become the first evangelist to share the news of the resurrection he told her go tell the others I have risen she got to do that what has he got in store for us if we just heed the call follow him because ready or not he's seeking us ready or not he's coming to find us, where we're at. Stop saying, I'm going to get right. I'm going to get this taken care of. i I got to take care of that. i got to take care of this. And just hear Him. Listen for His call. He's calling you. Follow me. Stop trying to get everything right and follow Him and trust that He will take care of that stuff. He will get that stuff out of your life. He will cast out your demons. He will heal your sickness. And He will use you. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 three thirty. 30. I know I got y'all jumping. <laughs> Jesus said, Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is that you're trying to get right before you decide to come to God, is heavier than coming to God. Jesus is calling you so easily saying, Come to me. Follow me. I will give you rest. And if you hand your heart over to Him, it may seem hard because you're in a place where you're used to being. But once that starts going away, and you're consistent with following Him, with prayer, and study, you find that His way has been easier the whole time. I used an example once with Addison when I was brushing her hair and she was crying about the tangles. And I said, that's sin. When you first try to get rid of it, when you first turn to Jesus and He starts straightening you out, He starts cleaning you up, it hurts at first because you've let all these sins get tangled up. But the more you let Him brush through your life, the easier it gets, the smoother it becomes. And when you pray and you consistently repent and you consistently follow Him, it's like brushing your hair every day. It's a lot easier down the road where it's not as tangled it don't hurt as much. You find that it's a lot easier than right at the start. And all it comes to is one day making a decision to follow Him. Allow Jesus to have the control on your life and He'll cleanse the tangles from you. So He's calling out right now to us to us all. Ready or not, I am coming. Ready or not, I've been seeking you. Ready or not, follow me. Come to me. Lord Jesus, I ask that you come into each of our hearts, cleanse our hearts and our minds and our spirits. Allow us to hear your voice and listen to that small whisper that's saying, follow me. Allow us to have the courage and strength To be like the Apostles and to be like Mary and to allow you to lead our lives. Because we know that it's only through you and your grace that our eyes can become open to the sin that we do have in our lives so that we can turn away from it. Because a lot of our sin we don't recognize because we don't realize what it is until you have entered our hearts. Until you have entered our lives. And even when it seems so hard, Lord, give us the patience it takes to bear the brushing that needs to be done so that you can remove the sin from our life a little at a time until it's all straight and smooth and we've reached that moment with you, Lord, where we know that sin no longer exists because we're with you. For many of us, it's a lifelong journey, but Lord, as long as we're walking it with you, we know that we will see it through to the end and that we will make it. Lord, we ask that you soften our hearts and our minds so that we can turn our hope to you so that we can glorify you and that we can share that message of hope and love and redemption to a lost world so that we can be your hands and feet in this world Lord in the lights that shine in the darkness of sin so that others can hear your voice when you say follow me and that they would make the decision to drop whatever it is that's holding them back and follow you and that they would lay it all at your feet so that you will take care of the problems and stop trying to get everything right themselves Lord we don't have the ability on our own But through you, all things are possible because you make it so. Because you will take the reins and take over what needs to be done. We ask all this in Jesus' holy and blessed name. Amen. Amen.